Hello and welcome. You're listening to Fourth Estate, the show where journalists talk journalism and friends of journalism talk about journalism too. Coming to you from 2SER in Sydney on Gadigal lands of the Aura Nation, right across Australia on the Community Radio Network and directly to your device across the globe via podcast. My name is Peter Frey. I'm the co-director of the Centre for Media Transition at the University of Technology, among other things. And my producer today is Anthony Dockrell. Coming up on today's podcast extra... Monday morning this week, a bombshell hit Twitter and the Australian and everywhere else because we discovered that the managing director of the ABC, Michelle Guthrie, had been sacked by the board. We've since heard lots of uh, interesting uh, revelations about the relationship between Guthrie and Milne, including uh, the revelation that uh, Milne wanted Guthrie to sack Emma Alberici, the uh, corporation's uh, economics correspondent, in effort to keep uh, his friend, the Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, happy. Um, Staff at the ABC have been caught in a state of confusion and amazement at the dramatic speed of this particular killing season. And after the dust settled, the question uh, asked by everyone, and it still really needs to be asked, is why? Why was Michelle Guthrie sacked? To help us understand that, we we, we are very happy to have Professor Ed Davies, who is the New South Wales State President of the Friends of the ABC. Hello, Ed. Hi, Peter. So, why was Michelle Guthrie sacked? It's not clear. Mm. Uh, Certainly the uh, chairman, Justin Milne, has not given uh, anything like a, a clear answer on that question when he's been pushed. I think the the uh, the furthest he went was to talk about her leadership style uh, not being what uh, the board wished to see at this point. So, do you think we need an explanation? I think a better explanation would be would be good, uh, but I think we're unlikely to get one. Mm. It's disappointing, isn't it? It it is disappointing. Certainly, there's been an extraordinary amount of commentary in the last couple of days. Uh, as to why the managing director has been sacked halfway through her term. And for the most part, uh, people have pointed to her leadership style, Mm -hmm. uh, a sense that um, she hasn't been as effective as the uh, ABC board would have liked uh, in terms of her dealings with government. Uh, She clearly hasn't managed her her board she hasn't brought them along with her uh, and uh, also there it may be the case that she hasn't connected uh, really well with abc staff indeed well we've discussed that a couple of times before on the show with yourself included do you think then just to cut to the chase that she deserved to be sacked uh, i have a lot of sympathy for michelle guthrie uh, i think she came into the job with uh, with a vision, with a passion for the ABC. Um, and uh, she was very quickly faced with an almost impossible set of circumstances. One, she was dealing with the repercussions from the $254 million cut from the ABC's budget in 2014. Remember, she got the job in the middle of 2016, so they were, the ABC was still feeling the pain from that. Mm -hmm. And particularly in the last year, there has been an almost unrelenting attack on the the ABC. More budget cuts, 
right. a, a whole string of inquiries established by the government to to weaken and undermine the ABC. Almost monthly attacks from the uh, Minister for Communications, mm. Mitch Firefield. And then if we were left in any doubt uh, about the government's views of the ABC, the Liberal Party held a national council in June when they voted to sell it off. Mm. So, so uh, there could be no doubt that Michelle Guthrie faced an almost impossible set of circumstances. So, okay, they're the, if you like, the mitigating circumstances around. But, as you said, it appears she was unable to take the board with her. A lot of uh, ABC staff reacted in a positive way to her sacking. I mean, Sally Neighbour, the yep. EP of Four Corners, put out a remarkable tweet yep. saying, you know, well-deserved. Yeah. Um, and not many people really within of the journalists, senior journalists, have rushed to her defense, Philip Adams possibly being an exception. So it looks like she didn't really have the staff with her. So she didn't have the board, didn't have the staff, and couldn't manage the government. You know, it's, she wasn't, you wouldn't say she was covering herself with great success. Is it? Uh, I think that is probably quite a fair reflection. Mm. But, of course, she's not on her own in terms of, of uh, the leadership of mm. the ABC. True. Certainly, I think one would have liked to have seen more support from the board. Um, and uh, perhaps more support from from uh, other leaders within the, within the ABC. I don't think you can sheet it all down just to just to her. Um, that said, she may not have been a great fit for the job. Yes. And I think if looking back, that would probably be the case. I my heart goes out to her on on two levels. Uh, going through such a public humiliation mm. is, is just an awful thing for anybody. Indeed. Uh, and also, I would say from a Friends of the ABC point of view, from an ABC Friends point of view, she was always happy to come and talk to us, attend our events. She was, um, she was keen to uh, engage with us. Uh, and, uh, and so ABC Friends uh, does have a... a a sympathy for her. Well, no, I understand that. Of course, if I were running a group called the Friends of the ABC and I was the chair of the ABC, there'd be a place I'd like to spend a bit of time as well. Uh, it's not always been the case. <laughs> ABC who, who Friends are not always regarded by uh, like that across across the ABC. But I think more and more the ABC is seeing us as an organisation that is really uh, fighting very, very hard for a well-funded and uh, independent ABC. So I think that we, we probably are more appreciated across the ABC now than we might have been before. Well, that's good work by you, I suspect, and others. Can, I, can we move from the CEO or the MD to the, to the chair of the board, or the board in general? So one of the key parts of the ABC is its charter and the independ independence that all Australians expect and rely upon. And that's one of the reasons why ABC consistently comes up as one of the trusted, most trusted organizations in this country. But today we've got news that the chairman of the board, Justin Milne, wanted uh, Michelle Guthrie to sack Emma Alberici due to the fact that government of the day basically did not like what she was doing. So should the chair go? I think it's incredibly <coughs> regrettable uh, if... Uh, ABC leaders do the bidding of the government. Uh, ABC yeah. friends would go into bat. We do go into bat very, very hard that the ABC must be independent. We do not want a state-controlled 
broadcaster. No. Now, it would not be the first time, I suspect, that a prime minister or senior ministers got on the phone to the chair of the ABC or the managing director of the ABC or indeed others in the ABC and complained about something that the ABC does. But you would certainly not want to see uh, anybody in a leadership role um, do the government's bidding. Now, we don't know that that, that is actually what happened. Justin Mill may have formed his own view uh, mm. as to the rights and wrongs of, of whatever Although the, the email that did. was in the Sydney Morning Herald today from Milne to Guthrie does uh, basically say that it's more important to manage the government than it is to manage to worry about Emma Alberici's career and therefore, quote-unquote, get rid of her. That strikes me as someone who is acting on the behalf of the government. I, if that is, is borne out, it is certainly something that would deeply worry friends of the ABC because we would insist on the government being independent. We would insist on the government resisting uh, we insist on the ABC resisting pressures from government. Yes. As, as Milne said, it is obviously a tricky position because while uh, I'm sure that if you're interviewing him, he would, uh, he would be uh, emphasising that the ABC must be independent. But as he said in, in, a, in an interview with the ABC early yesterday morning, um, they pay us. The government pays us. And that does make it a slightly, um, mm. well, th there's a few conflicts in that relationship. But uh, I look back on um, managing directors and chairs of the ABC who've been out there fighting for the ABC's independence and fighting for their staff. And certainly that's the model I want to see. And it's not what you're seeing with this current chair? This, there's a cloud over that. There's a cloud yeah. over that. That needs to be dispelled. Well, I think, you know, it, I don't think it's uh, it was drifting into hyperbole to suggest that the ABC board has a trust issue right now. I think the ABC has to work very hard to recover from all of the drama of, of this year. Again, I'd go back to the fact that this federal government has just thrown so much uh, at the ABC this year, as, of course, have the usual suspects, such as... You know, the IPA who put out a ridiculous book, um, I think largely uh, funded by their major benefactor, uh, Gina Reinhart, mm -hmm. uh, and, um, uh, and, uh, and News Corporation. So the ABC does wear an enormous amount of flack from a number of quarters. And, and uh, the, the way the government's treated the ABC this year is, uh, is just appalling. I guess, uh, yeah, and just to play devil's advocate a little bit, um, the government is well within its rights to say, hey, there's a factual inaccuracy or inaccuracies in this story by so-and-so. Um, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, I mean, the ABC isn't perfect, right? I mean, ABC journalists make mistakes just as any other journalist, correct? Well, well, well of course, no media organization is going to mm. be perfect. Mm. But what we're really talking about here is the level, I think the, the main thing that's changed this year really is the very public nature of the interference. So I, mm. well, your point earlier that, you know, from the year dot, ministers and prime ministers have called editors and, yeah. uh, you know, chairs and what have you, of media companies, that's gone on forever. Um, but what we're seeing now is incredibly public. The public, you know, attacks by Mitch Firefield mm. when Prime Minister Turnbull was in power, you know, public attacks by uh, Mr. Turnbull. And now we're seeing, you know, the very internal dirty laundry being aired. So 
Is this a kind of watershed year for the ABC? And do you think, you know, are you concerned about the future of the ABC? Deeply concerned about the future of the ABC. And ABC friends really want to see uh, an excellent choice made for whoever is going to uh, become the new managing director. We want somebody incredibly skilled uh, with a good vision for the ABC and somebody who will res- resist political pressures. So th- mm. that choice is, is going to be um, a very important one. As I understand it, the uh, acting director, David Anderson, is well regarded by staff at the ABC. So I think that's a, that's a very good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we look forward to uh, working with him and meeting with him. Um, and I, I really wish him all the best in, in what is obviously um, a challenging role. Well, why is, just on that in a broader sense, I mean, you know, for our listeners, just, you know, we've had, uh, you know, Jonathan Shire, was sort of hounded out of the country, really. Uh, before Shire, we had, we've had some instability. I mean, Jeffrey Whitehead, going back 40 years, you know, wrote a book about uh, the instability within the ABC. Is the ABC almost hard, impossible to manage, is it? It's obviously a very challenging and uh, tough role. Um, I can remember uh, David Hill as managing director Mm. at the uh, end of the 80s and and into the 90s, who was a very skilled uh, political operator. Um, And he had a very difficult time. So with all his skills as a political operator, I think he was put there by uh, Neville Rann. Yeah. uh, well, Neville Ram well, certainly was part of his, his yes. development, and then it was a Labour government. Yes. Uh, uh, Bob Hawke was the Prime Minister then. Um, what, well, so what makes the ABC so difficult to manage, though? Is it a cultural thing? I mean, what you, the culture of the ABC? Is it people who don't want to be managed? Um, it's such an important role. It's such a highly visible role. So many people have a stake in it, and it has such powerful enemies. Mm. The obvious example is the News Corporation. Mm. Now, the News Corporation um, don't want to see a a strong public broadcaster. It would serve their interests if there wasn't a public broadcaster because apart from anything else, take ideology out of it, there would be, their assumption is there would be more viewers for news programs, more people reading their stuff, listening to their stuff. So it, with, with news, it's quite simple. Um, and, and you have other people who the ABC is going to upset. They're going to upset political parties where Four Corners mm. shines a light on what's happening in One Nation, what's happening in the coal industry mm. lobby, you know, what's happening in aged care homes or whatever. I mean, the ABC, like the BBC in England, uh, in Britain, it, it's very easy for them to make enemies. And I think that's what happens. Going back to something you said earlier, Ed, um, what message would you send to the next or the prospective, any prospective managing director of the ABC? A, what are the qualities that that person needs? And B, what message would you say to them? I hope that they have a strong vision for the ABC uh, as a well-funded, independent public broadcaster delivering high-quality programs to all Australians, that the ABC sets the standard, sets the bar for very high-quality information, education 
and entertainment. Mm. So they've got to be good at, at what the ABC charter requires them to do. Mm-hmm. I do think in this climate they have to be skilled in terms of uh, uh, how they manage government relations, how they manage their staff, how they manage their relations across the board. So those are all qualities I'd like to see. Okay. All right. So um, does this? where do you think this will end up, this current crisis? Just a final question. So uh, you, you're, not, you're not suggesting that uh, Justin Milne should stay aside. Is that right? You're not actually saying that. I'm not st- saying that today. I know uh, others are. I think there will presumably be uh, more l- laundry to come out uh, so that uh, I-, I think it would be premature for ABC Friends to make that mm-hmm. that call. Okay. Um, I want to see a strong board certainly one which stands up uh, to government and will not brook government interference. Mm. That would be sort of ABC 101, really, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) It would be. On that note, thank you, Ed Davis, uh, New South Wales President of the Friends of the ABC. Thanks for being a special guest to Fourth Estate. Thanks for inviting me. And make sure you subscribe to Fourth Estate on your favourite podcast app so you can hear us talk media, politics, and a few things in between. We'll be back with more next week. But in the meantime, you can stay in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter. And our handle is uh, Fourth Estate AU. My name is Peter Frey, and thank you very much for listening. Mm